Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. There's one thing we've got to understand. There's one thing we have to understand. That God blesses you for three reasons. Three reasons why you are not supposed to struggle is for three reasons. God blesses you so that you'll be a kingdom giver. You support the kingdom. God blesses you so that you can help humanity. And the last one, God blesses you so that you can have a comfortable life. I'm repeating again. God blesses you to be a kingdom giver. He blesses you so that you can help your neighbor. And third one, so that your life will be comfortable. Poverty is one of the weapons of the enemy. It's very sad that when somebody is sick, it is difficult for family members to bring money to come and help. But when the person dies, they come together and support the funeral. So we suggest to you, nobody in life is at your mercy. You're supposed to get to the realm where you say, God, bless me on every side. Lift up your hands. Be a powerful Christian. You are supposed to take charge on every side of destiny. See, I'm taking charge. I'm taking charge. Put your hand down. I have a lot of things to share, but I will not be able to give all. I will continue in the course of the week. First service, I was only able to give them only 1%. For the first time in the history of this church, first service people, before we even close, they are holding their back. For the first time today, they were telling me, continue. For the first time, they were telling me continue. And I believe it will happen for second service as well. Now, the first reason why you've got to understand that poverty is very wicked. You shouldn't ever harbor glorified poverty in your life is one reason. Psalm 34 verse 6. Poverty always makes a person cry. And anytime you are crying, it brings you bitterness. Psalm 34 verse 6. I want the person on the screen to be helping me very, very well because I'm doing a lot of tests. KGV. Poverty causes you to cry. It says the poor man cried. It never said the rich man cried. The poor man did what? Cried. Anytime a person is crying, their soul is downcast. And after their soul is downcast, they are in grief. And grief brings about every form of bitter. So when Poverty shows up, you become bitter. When you see somebody in a car, you ask, why did they rent a car? When somebody is dressed in a nice dress, say, where did they buy it from? Poverty makes you bitter. Number two, it will shock you. Poverty drives away every good person away from you. Proverbs chapter 19 verse 4. Drives away. It says, wealth brings many friends. But a poor man's friend desert them. NLT. So poverty draws people away from you. 
And in as much as sometimes I've been here, I've been pre pre preaching about something, I always say, some people are wicked. When you are down, they run away from you. And at the same time too, poverty drive them all what? Away. Someone say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Do you know the reason why it drives them away? Because the last time you call them, you ask for money. The two times that at all you call them, you ask for money. So when you call again, would they call the phone? They put you, do not disturb. They put you, block them. I reject poverty from your life. Amen. Oh, is that how we say amen in this church? Amen. Number three, this is the certain. It causes people to take advantage of you. Somebody will misuse you, will mistreat you, and take advantage of you. Because of that shadow, we call poverty. 24 verse 4, Deuteronomy. People take advantage. He says, do not take advantage of a hired man who is what? Poor. When God says do not, it means it's very easy to take advantage of a poor person. May nobody take advantage of your life. Number, next one. Poor people are always oppressed. Listen. Anytime you read Bible and you see God saying, do not oppress, do not oppress. He asked something to it. Do not oppress. Oh. Because a poor person is easy to oppress. I speak right now. Jesus. Whatever brings oppression. Yes, Lord. By the message of God, I take it out from your life. Amen. Say, I reject it right now. I reject it right now. And the next one is this. It doesn't give you choices. And doesn't give you what you deserve. Financial freedom brings choices. When you get to a neighborhood, you can choose where you want to stay. If you are staying somewhere you don't want to like, it's not because somebody has forced you there. It's because of one reason. What is the answer? Thank you. No money. No money. Not poverty, but no money. Because you can have no money but not be poor. But it blocks your choices. You enter into a car garage. You see the different cars. You know this is what your soul likes. But you pass by. But today by the power of... My God, my God. I said, as I'm end, listen to me. When I started this whole series, people were happy. I'll be a powerful Christian. And I'll be a Jehu for my generation. And I will break bow. And people were happy. I intentionally made that one nice. And now I'm bringing you the difficult parts. What will cause you to think overnight? What will cause you to think and say, How is my life designed like this? No way. Say, My life was not designed like this. My life was not designed like this. And, and, and this is what will shock somebody. Can I tell you this one? Poverty. Poverty can turn a person into a drunkard. Oh, Brother Daniel, how do you know? It's in the Bible. Proverbs 31 verse 7. And I'm about to show you something. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. Proverbs 31 verse 7. It says, it's in Amoso. Am I okay here? It says, let them drink and forget their poverty. Oh, 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 oh. Now, here's the question. When you drink and forget your poverty, when the drink gets off your eyes, will the poverty go away? 
But you know what can happen? It can lead you into a kidney and a lung and a liver failure. And you need another. God, my God, my God, my God. Say no way. No way. So poverty brings a chain reaction. When you drink more, your customers will leave you. And when your customers leave you, will you get more money? No. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I reject the shadow. I reject the shadow of poverty. Of poverty. Get out. Get out. From my life. From my life. Out. Out. From my destiny. From my destiny. Now I bring this point over here. I call it dangerous points about poverty and wealth. And what I'm about to say to you right now will let somebody open their mouth. Let me tell you, God made a statement. And the statement God made is so profound that God said, nobody should be poor among you. Yes, it's God. He says, and nobody should be poor among you. After God said that, he paused and said, but as for the poor, you always have them. God, I have a problem with you. Why are you changing your mouth, God? You said nobody will, oh, I can't feel, nobody will be poor. Now, God now came to say that somebody will be poor. And I come to show you. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 4. The best church to hear the best word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 4. Look, look at it right now. It says, however, there shall be no poor among you. Now, God said nobody should be poor among you. Go to verse 11. And he changes his mouth. Let's all read together. There will always be poor people. Let's go to verse 4. Verse 4, let's go. However, there should be no poor among you. Verse 11. There will always be poor. God, God, God. God, you said nobody will be poor. But now, you said there will always be poor. Do you know the reason? It means his first original intention is for nobody to be poor. But however, somebody will make themselves poor. And do you know the reason? The answer is very simple. That's why you need a prophetic preacher. That will give you the revelation. I'm about to show you. Can I tell you, the answer is right in the test. The answer is embedded in the test. It says, therefore, I command you to be open-handed towards the poor. It means those who are not poor, their hands are opened. It means out of everyone, when you always open your hands, what am I talking about? When you are a generous giver, you don't become poor. Yes, sir. God says, be open-handed to the poor. The one who is open-handed, who is helping the poor, is the person poor? No. So when your hands are open, you move from the people who always be poor and you get to the realm of being a giver. Amen. Oh my God, my God, my God. And this Nam gave me the test that says the one who gives, he gets more. And the one who withholds, 
he ends up becoming entering into poverty. Give me that test that you gave to me on the first service. I'm moving you to a realm, church. Look at it right now. He says, one man freely gives. He says, one man gives. And he gains more. Another with holes and enter into poverty. Ah, wait. When I am giving, I'm supposed to be more poor. When I'm giving, I'm supposed to be poor. But the kingdom is different. It says, but but the one that with holes, but this, this is not, doesn't make sense. Because if I, have, if I have bread and I have bread, if I hold more bread, I will get more bread. He says, no, do you know the reason? Because the more you are holding, when he wants to give me some, give me something, I cannot take because my hands are closed. But the more I'm giving, my hands are open. Now I bring you to another realm. What I'm about to show you right now, listen to me. I'm about to show you something right now, man of God. I'm about to show you something. Something that has kept people broke. I'm about to show you what has kept people broke. Africans broke. Christians broke. I'm about to show you it's from a particular scripture. And I'm going to decode the scripture to you. Yes, By the time I'm done with this scripture, do you know something? The realm of living on the enough. That ask for me, oh God, in my life, only give me enough. It's an error. Because God said we should be generous. God, if you give me enough, how can I help myself and help? I'm taking you there. And this was said by a man. His name is called Solomon. And by the time I'm through, I'm about to break Solomon down. By the time I'm through, I'm come to show you some things. Solomon, you have caused a big disservice to the body of Christ. Solomon, you, I will show you what Solomon had in life. And I will show you, now why are you now telling us you need only enough? Let's go, 30 verse 8 Proverbs. I like the Bible. I can't come here and really prophesy to you without showing you the secret of destiny. Solomon said, oh God, there are two things I need from, I, I want to take away from you, take it from him. First of all, God, in my life, take away lies. I don't want to speak lies, which is good. Now, the second one is where I have a problem with him. He says, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me my only daily bread. Otherwise, if I have too much, I'll say, who is God? And if I am broke, I'll dishonor your name. Listen to me. What Solomon did, Solomon has tormented us. I'm about to show you something right now. The Bible said God told us that we should be what? Generous. Church, if you have your daily bread, can you give somebody some? No. Auntie Matilda, I'm about to show you the money this Solomon was sitting on. Everybody, I'm about to show you Solomon's money he was sitting on. Number one, Solomon, he had ships. And the ships he had, every year, when the ships go, and only one ship comes, it brought him gold. And the price of the gold 
was $250 million every year. I will show you in the Bible. I'm going to show you. His other ships, when it goes and comes, it comes back with timber. It comes back with apes. Do you know apes? Chimpanzee. And it comes back with peacocks. Listen, I'm all of them. I'm about to, to you will give me to them very, very quick. Listen to me. First Kings chapter 10, verse number 14. When his ships come, what it brings. Now, when we finish, you and I, we will now do a case study. Whether this guy, he deserves to tell us he only needs a daily bread. Thank you. Listen, each year, Solomon received gold worth a quarter of a billion dollars. Listen, um, tell me where he says when his ships are coming. It comes with apes. It comes with peacocks. I'm about to show you something. So if you are there and your life is God, give me enough. Hey! How can you support the kingdom? How can you support the kingdom? How can you be a person in the kingdom? Now listen to me. When the king, queen of... It says this name there. When the queen of Sheba came... When the, it says this number back there. When the queen of Sheba came around... Look at it right now. It says... Solomon's merchant fleet. Man of God. He had fleets. Fleet of ships. Was in partnerships with King Hiram's. And once every three years... A great load of gold, silver, ivory, apes, a banner chimpanzee, monkeys, a woman, keep peacocks. It arrived at Israeli ports. All for Solomon. And now you are telling me that God give me enough deliverance. Solomon, you have tormented us. So now Christians are praying that God, I don't need anything. Sister. If you, if you have only daily bread, how can you build an orphanage? Man of God, if you have only daily bread, how can you support a church every month for us to pay bills and water bills of members? Church, don't let anybody use poverty to convince you. Poverty is wicked. As I'm talking right now, somebody is at Kolebu dying because no money to pay for surgery. Jesus. But another person has another disease more than that. And they just flew them to London. And when they go to London, they are free. Listen now. Give me some of my pictures. When I went to do the donations, you can go online and pay some. Donations at Kolebu when they couldn't pay for their bills. I went to Kolebu. A few years ago at Christmas, I was there. God told me to go there and go and pay for medical bills of mothers who have given birth, but they have detained them because they can't pay. When I went there, I paid for 20 women with their children. I spent more than 30,000. You can give me a picture. It was online. You can take the screenshot of the whole articles and everything. Church, if God only gave me a daily bread, could I have done that? Lift up your right hand. My God, my God. My God. I came to move you to a place. Jesus. Wealth is visiting the body of Christ. Amen. Wealth is visiting the body of Christ. Amen. Sit down for a minute. Let me show you something in the next two minutes.
asks you to be a powerful Christian, for the devil to sit on you. And I know many people ask me a question, man of God, how do I enter into wealth? I'll do a business seminar on how to enter into kingdom wealth. How to work in wealth. And I'll show you proper planning. My sermons are, sorry, my sermons are plenty. I couldn't go on. Because that's when I, I, I was going to answer, answer questions of people. Because the Bible says, he who does not work will not eat. So hard work has to bring money. And I know a question people have asked me for years. Prophet, I work so hard. I pay my tithe. I am still broke. And the answer is that I will show you. That's when I will show you something we call the 10%, 40%, 30%, and the 20%. Proper financial planning. Anything you get, this one is not even mentioned by a man of God. When you go to motivational speaker success meeting, they will tell you the 10% is supposed to give to charity. That is your, uh, your tithe. And you stretch and lock yourself with 40% into investment. You don't touch it. 30% you move it into expenses day in and day out and 20% for your savings I'm going to work on a business seminar for people show you the principles of success and business wealth somebody saw me the last and said man of God you are a young man how did you go to the splinters road and got all these places I said it's by the grace of God but God has also given me something over here People ask how many, how, 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 Mr. Eric is at the back there. He said, prophet, where we were, where we are going to break in, in two weeks time. He said, prophet, 350 USD, 350,000 USD. Ghana currency is 4.2 million cities. Mr. Eric said, prophet, how do you do it? I look at him and I say, me, I don't even know. Because if you are supposed to add offering for the whole years, can it do 4.2 million? No. And as I'm talking right now, Mr. Eric could tell you, we've paid about almost 3.5. We are almost few ones to go. Million. Jesus. After we paid more, we've not even finished. So small remaining. Dr. Jacob came to me a few weeks ago. He said, Prophet, all the people have left. You can go there anytime and break down the place. My God, my he God. Said, he, said, he said, all the meters, we have taken all of them away. The meters, are there. if you want it, I want to give you all the meters. I said, we want the meters. Church, in two weeks' time, when you get over this campus, you will not find us again. Do you know the reason? The whole place will change. Oh, look at the way you are clapping. We are going to break it the way we are breaking these other places. So when you come more space at the back there, you park everywhere. This church, any time you stay home for even five months, when you come, the place changes. One lady who was coming here at lockdown, 2020 after that, she didn't come to the church again. She doesn't come. All her friends come, she doesn't come. So about two weeks ago, I was having a meeting with the friends and she came into the meeting after service. When she walked here, she screamed, Hey, the place have changed, oh. I said to her sister, I said, sister, so you thought how you left us. You will come and meet us the same way you left us. No way. We have changed. Can I declare to somebody, yes, all the people that left you, by Jesus. the time they see you again, Sandman, help me. Sandman, help me. Give me a good sound. Increase my sound. I declare by fire, Jesus. all the people that left you, Jesus. this is what I always like. Thank you.
by the time they see you again, they will ask you, where have you landed? Yes, where have you gone? He will tell them, you didn't meet me how you left me. I came to declare by fire. Those who thought they would leave you and meet you in the old conditions, let my altar, 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 let my altar fight for you. Somebody shall fire. Sit down for a minute. Some of you, your friends left you and went to America and Canada. When they come back to Ghana, they will ask you, are you in this Ghana? Then they will ask you, ah, sister, did you also go to London small? You tell them me, no London, not even Brazil, this same Ghana. But God has changed my story. Jesus. I move you to that realm. Get to that realm by fire. Tell, listen, look, see, I went to pay for the hospital bills of 20 mothers who have given birth but they couldn't pay. Some of them were detained there for about two weeks. About three weeks. Some of them two months. Because they can't pay. Look at it right now. They were crying like water. Look at it. Look at it. What gives me joy is when I do this. Now, the question is Solomon. If God had only given me my daily bread, could I have done this one? Hey, whoever tells you that God, only daily bread. Hey, daily bread is only for today. But you need one. The Bible says a good man lives inheritance for the Just children. Jesus. If you only have for today, can you give to your children's children? My God. Lift up your right hand. Say I say poverty. Poverty. You are wicked. You are wicked. Get out. Get out. I told you this sermon will make you angry. I have a lot of things. I have a lot of things to show you. Because of time, I cannot continue. Let me, let me, let me also debunk Solomon again. Let me talk to Solomon right again. I, it pains me I didn't meet him. Listen. When the queen of Sheba came to visit Solomon, when she was leaving Solomon, she gave Solomon money, gold wealth, and the amount of money she gave as a gift, $3.5 million. First Kings chapter 10, verse number 10. My brother, may God bless you. First 10. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, help him for outside there. Good. God bless my brother. First King 10, verse 10. Now let's all read together. Let's go. Then she gave the king a gift. Then she gave the king a gift of, of 3,500. Hey, 3,500. Hey, boss. You don't know million. Be careful. How much? 3,500,000 in so, gold. So how do you call it? 3 point? 3.5 million. Aha. Don't make mistake with money. Yes, sir. $3.5 million she gave us a gift. Was this Solomon broke? No. And are you telling me oh, I only want God to give me deliberate? Hey, Solomon. Listen, the Bible says, listen to me. The Bible says all the drinks, all the drinks, his 
cups he was drinking from, all of them were gold cups. Jesus. Get, get it for me. He said the goblets were gold. Listen, I'm getting it for me. His goblets, church, his glasses were gold. It means when, when you are there and he's even hungry, he will say that, take the cup and go to Makola. And go to PMMC. Jesus. Go and change the cup for me. By the time you come back, me, my God, my God, my God. He, all his goblets. Listen, I'm all his goblets. The same chapter 10, everything is there. All his goblets. Can you believe? Church, all his goblets. Look at it. He says, all of Solomon's caps were of solid gold. And in the hall of the forest of Lebanon, his entire dining service was made of so mighty. He said silver wasn't used because it wasn't considered of much value. Jesus. And now you, Solomon, you tell me, God, give me enough. Solomon. And verse 23 says, in the whole world. That's it. Now let's all read together who this guy was. Now let's go. So King Solomon was richer and wiser yes. than all the kings of the earth. Lift up your twins. He was richer than everyone, right? Swear. Lift up your twins. Rebuke any form of poverty. Rebuke it right now. Yes, Lord. Kadalama Somebody pray right now. Baladaya. Somebody rebuke everything right now. Paya. Somebody clap and pray. Rebuke Paya it right now. In my last two minutes, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. God wants you to be a distributor. He wants to change your life. Poverty is heartless. People with destiny has been compromised. And the church of God is going through battles because of poverty. And God called me and told God one thing. I said, God, I can be my civil engineer. But God, if you have called me to change lives, may I never cry about money. Amen. I said, God, I want you to take me to the realm that when people come to me for prayer, it's not all of them I have to pray. I'm supposed to look at them and give them money so that I will stop praying. When a young man over here in church, young guy, 18 years, the whole family, nobody has gotten visa before. The boy got American visa, Derek. Got his American visa. The mother is here. The boy is a prophet. Nobody has traveled in my family before. Nobody. Now take it to go and issue. 
I said, no way. I called Frederick. You see this boy? The boy that mimics me. Yeah, he has landed. I called Frederick. Take it off. I called Frederick. I said, Frederick, make sure you get them tickets. Frederick Good gave them tickets. He left. Before he too was moving, I called him. I called him and the mother. I said, because you have broken family cycle, let me open my pocket. I'm blessing you with $500 tickets. God, my God. The mother never said, Papa, thank you. I said, don't thank me. I'm so in the sea because nobody has traveled before. When he was even going, there were because he was going to study 18 years. The boy finished SHS and he says, the preachers have been preaching here. One day, something entered the church. said, Mama, now I finished SHS. I'll go to school in America. The woman said, Prophet, we don't have any money. I said, Woman, because the boy has said it, God will do it. Look at it. Less than six months. He landed about two weeks ago. Church of God, hear me. God wants you to be a generous person. 1510 Deuteronomy. I'm ending over here. I want to put something in your mind. Give generously. It's okay. Now the question is, God, if every day I only get my daily bread and I only have enough, can I give generously? No. Can I give generously? No. Can I give generously? No. Lift up your right hand. I move you to the realm of power. Jesus. I move you to the realm of glory. Amen. I move you to the realm of grace. Yes, Lord. Anything that swallows your wealth. Jesus. By the message of God, I reject it right now. Amen. By the message of God, I stop it right now. Amen. May God have mercy on you. Yes, Lord. Put your hand down. It's very sad that I couldn't finish my sermon. But what I will deal with next time is when the Bible says, do not be lazy and you make money. But God, I am not lazy. But I am not making. I'll show you how. I have a lot to give you. Oh my God. I will show you what brings poverty. And one of the things that bring about poverty is what we call greed. Church, a greedy person can kill you. A greedy person can finish you. Somebody who is greed, enough is not enough for them. They will be wearing brown. You shall be wearing brown. But they don't like your brown. Because yeah, your brown is, is because you are the one wearing that brown. That brown shouldn't come to you. And greed leads to poverty. Because every day greed leads to competition. So be... There are some people in life because you went to buy green they went to buy some. They wore it once. They didn't wear again. Poverty. Some people want to show off because they are the ones in town. Church, hear me. Can I advise you? In your quest of moving into wealth, never compete with anybody. If you can keep one car and make good investment, keep one car and make a good investment. Because in five years, in five years' time, something will change. When I see new generation young people rushing everywhere, you sit down. Some people, even the car they are in, they are still paying. The car they are in, every man, people are putting pressure on them. They can't, sister, sister, take your time. 
because it is God that changes the system. It is God that remembers you. Yes, Lord. I was speaking to some young men when I was in America and I was advising them and I said to them, when you see people rushing, say to yourself, where will we be, the two of us, in two years' time? That's why I told them. I told Ezekiel them. So when I was, I said, keep quiet. See yourself. Plan your life. Two, three years. Those you think they are rushing, keep quiet. Two, three years, you see the difference. Because the platform and the skeleton and the framework and the structure to make it, you have given it to you. Follow that one. Because what helped me is what I am showing you. Church of God, hear me. When I came back from London, we started the church. The tent was so small. Look, you gave me the, the tent, the small one. It's not looking for, for me. Small tent inside. I could have started very heavy, right? You come from London, right? But when I came, God gave me a vision and said, Daniel, you're not going to build a church. You're going to have a city. And the city is not a quarter plot. A city is not one plot. A city is from five, ten plots. So if I start simple, look at how we started over here. Look at how we started. Because all of them, look at it right now. That's Pastor Abnade. My mother is at the one at the corner there and Pastor Hannah over there. Uh, Pastor Ni. We have come from far. Look at it right now. Pastor Abnade, Pastor Evans. This Pastor Richard is in Dubai. Auntie Esther there. Auntie Georgina. All of them, they are there. If he is there, continue. This is how he started. Look at me. My back was what? My back had four. My back is wet. Look at my back. My suit back. My suit back. This is how he started. And with all these, Church of God, hear me? I have 500 to 600 member congregation in London. What to make you stop that one and do this one? Because I heard from God. Because I heard from God. Because I knew that God says we'll get the city. As I'm talking right now, the lands God has given us over here. One day I was calculating all of them. When we join together, it's about ten and a half plots. When we started this, some people were laughing at us. When I hear that, I will laugh because they didn't know what was in their accounts. Church of God, hear me, church of yeah. When we're doing directions, this directions. When we were doing direction on this land, so salt on the land. We were praying on this land that God, a day is coming. We want to sit more than 2,000 members. Yes. Now, in five years, are we sitting more than 2,000 members? Yes. Even more than the directions spoken on the ground. And say, God, come true. Church, don't be in competition with anybody. You know where you are going. Islam, give us crowd now, current crowd from outside car park, outside there. Crowd now. Thank you. Man of God. Yes, sir. So if I was competing, I would have lost my focus. Because yes, 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 God said to Daniel, we are going to take over and get lands in the area. Now we will be there. People come to us and say, Our house is there. I learned to are buying houses. Give us money, we are going. Then we give them a good deal. We come to them and say that you get your house. They will buy a house for you. We will buy you a car for you and your wife. Go. Choose where you want to go. 
they choose, they go. Church of God, don't rush in life. Humble yourself. Don't compete with anybody. Competition brings poverty. Whoever has access to me and works with me small, they, they see how I think. If you work with me and your mind does it change, I don't know the kind of oil that you need again. Kerosene oil, petrol oil, but every, oh my God, it will not work. I show you moderately how to live moderately for tomorrow. You're supposed to get into a comfortable life where when you wake up one day and you are taking your document to the embassy, you don't have to pray. Do you know the reason? Because you are telling the embassy person there, I'm going to Canada for just 10 days. I just want to go and relax. I want to go and sleep in the best hotel over there and come. So uh, give me 10 days. I don't, don't, you don't even pray. Because, because by the time you take your documents to them, it is not ready. By the time you give your documents to them, they've seen your bank statement. They've seen the business you own in Ghana. Oh they've seen your house you stay in. Oh. Will you go and um, will you go and and stay there? Will you go and stay there? No. Left up, right hand. It's now, man, get put there. Listen to me. I'll send everything. Listen, 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 to, listen to me. Listen to me. So, have you seen the difference? Ask them, I told you outside and everything. Listen, dude, I don't know the guy that do it. I know why I'm telling you to do it. Thank you. I'm trying my best. Listen, I'm outside and everything, please. Okay, do that. Church of God, hear me. You'll be there. The embassy people will call you. Do you need a visa? Because anytime you go to their country, you spend a lot and you give them more taxes. Get to that realm. But in as much as God is giving you long life, every year your doctor will call you from UK. Great Ormond Hospital, Harley Street. They will call you. Have you come for your yearly checkup? You tell them, wait for me, doctor. I am coming. The doctor will tell you, oh, we are waiting for you. Because they know that when you come, you get them one. Church, today, I came with my one message. Hate poverty. Dislike poverty. When we see poverty, tell poverty, hey, you and I, we have nothing in common. Clap must be on your feet. Yes, hey, Sinam. Lift up your right hand. That's right. Those that were laughing at me, now, now they are asking, how did you do it? And I'll tell them, I did it because of how you laugh at me. Lift up your right hand. It's okay, take it off. Church of God, hear me. Don't compete with anybody. I beg you, don't compete. If what you can wear today is yellow, wear yellow. Because tomorrow you can wear yellow, red, blue, green. Ah, you can wear yellow in the morning, Sir. blue in the afternoon. At the first service, Auntie Matilda, a family came here from Sierra Leone. 
And I was telling them that I was, I was preaching in the church one day in Sierra Leone. A man was there. He's a pastor. At that time, he was a high court judge. His name is called Babatuli Edwards. I look at him and I said to him that the Lord says, the day is coming, you take over this nation. I was there. He called me, Mr. Prophet. Right now, I'm the chief justice of Sierra Leone. The family was here. So one day, a man came to me in the office about two weeks ago before I traveled. And the guy is a lawyer in Ghana, and he wants to do an, um, a software database that wants to incorporate a lot of law firms in different countries. So, Prophet, I want to break through in Nigeria, Sierra Leone, Liberia. I said, why do you mind Sierra Leone? I said, do you mind going there? I said, Prophet, I want to break through. I said, don't worry at all. You give me your phone. I'm calling the chief justice now. He said, Prophet, I said, I'm calling the chief justice now. He came to me for direction. I said, I'm not I'm going to do direction. I'm going to do physical thing for you. I picked the phone. Pa, 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 pa. I said, I'm also calling video. Called in the office, Prophet Daniel. I said, How are you, Chief Justice? Samuel. I said, I have a friend here. He wants something to be done in your nation. I said, Prophet, why not? Anytime, give him my email. Let him message me now. The guy message responded there and then. Listen to me. Let me tell you something. Kingdom people, we are supposed to take over. That's right. Yeah. When you see me busy on politicians, can I'm praying for them? I'm not praying for them because I need their money. No politician will tell you, I took their money and prayed for them. No. I do. As a matter of fact, when they go to their campaign, that's what we did. We rather gave them support. Do you know the reason? I'm doing that so that tomorrow, when your daughter comes from school and is looking for national service or job, I will pick a phone call and I say, Honorable, employ this person now. That's, right. yes. that's why I'm doing that. So that they'll go there and change the narrative. That's why I'm doing that. Amanda, anytime I go to Sierra Leone, they protect me around. He was a major general. And one day I told him, you will take over in this nation. As at last year, he was the chief of defense staff. So media things said that's what he is right now, because we're in country. Sometimes we chat. So when the woman was here this morning, I said to him, I, I was saying to the woman that I, I will pray that the man is now the chief of defense. I said, Prophet, no, 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 no. Just at, as at last week, they've made him the ministry, minister for interior. Jesus. But when I used to go there, they would be the one to drive me and protect me around. And I gave him a word. Church of God, hear me. We are getting to the realm of taking over. That's right. So, That's why if you are here, you want to enter to politics, come, we pray for you, we'll push you there. But on one condition, don't go there and be the same. Go there and change the whole thing over there. Amen. Go there and change the whole thing. Lift up your right hand. One prayer. One prayer. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. I take over. I take over. And I change things. Poverty. Poverty. Get out. Get out. From my life. From my life. Sit down. Amen. On the 18th, I will get time and do a serious direction on the master seed. And I'll tell you what to do about that towards the end of the service. Now we're about to do the donations. Let the donations come. The items, I think, are 40 for now. We did about 50 at the first service we're about to do. People that has their water bills to be paid, water bills to be paid, light bills to be paid, paid everything. It's a giving church. We believe in giving. At the end of the day, we could have kept all these things, right? 
And God said, Do you know the reason why this church is a blessed church? Because it's a giving church. Because our hands are open. An Uber driver brought somebody to the compound and asked the person, Are you sure it's a church? Are you not selling cars? I let a lot of Uber drivers always ask that question. I said, Are you sure it's a church? Hey, sorry, Sometimes we have not started yet. No, no, no. We have not started. Tell them, we have not I will tell you when we will start. Everything we are doing is warm up. Sister, you will enter into your workplace. You will tell you they will see your poor handband. Everybody will rise up for you and say, Hey, if you are part of them, then you are dangerous. I move you to that rent. I move you to that rent. I move you to that rent. So um I learned what a sheet of papers for names and people. Some people wrote their names only for um, water bills and light bills. And people also wrote their names for rice, milk, bread, water, spices, gari, milo, drinks. Oh my God. And anytime you go outside anywhere and we see these two products of water, are you not proud that they are, they, 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 they are connected to your church? I was telling Mr. Yao at the first service. I so said, when people go everywhere, make sure that sky water becomes great. Say, so, yeah, this is my church member. Don't you say that to people? And I wake as well. Some of you, your product you are doing, I know you have a boutique. It's going to take over Ghana. Hey, your makeup thing you do, Andole Abrantas, is going to take over Ghana in the name of Jesus. Some of you, it will transcend the borders of Ghana. It will rush across Africa. Enter into that realm, that grace. When I was coming from America, today we know play testimonies and everything because of time. We play some of the American. Yesterday, we had a powerful time yesterday, right? Because I didn't know that you people love Saturday night like that. Everybody loves Saturday night. Amen. You people love Saturday night. Yesterday was amazing. And um, when I was coming from America, I sat down on the flight. And when I sat down, I was going to sit down on the flight. A church member was sitting inside. So the moment I entered, he said, Oh my God, prophet! <laughs> Auntie Pepe, be on your feet, be on your feet. I think I was sitting on number one, she was at number three. He said, Pe prophet, oh my God, that the flight is blessed. So, oh my God, yes, because I'm on the flight, nothing can enter into the flight. One day, one day, I was flying inside of America, and there was serious turbulence. You know, America inside turbulence. Hey, the one old woman started screaming, Jesus, I'll miss my grandchildren. I'll miss my grandchildren. I said, woman, shut up. Don't say that. We're not going to die. He said, why do you say that? Can't you see it's dangerous? I said, because I am on the flight. I said, because I'm on the flight, it cannot. Then I said to her, if you care to know, hold on to me tight. In case it even crashes, I'll be the one to survive. So if you hold on to me, you too will survive. I declare in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus. Receive power. Sit down. 
two people came to pick me. Just the moment we came up there, they came to pick me. Two people. And I told the people, wait, 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 wait. Take my things. I said, there's a woman going there. Take her bag. Make sure you protect her till she finishes everything. So the prophet said, Are you? I said, I'm with her. Do that now. They did everything. Pick her things up till it entered into her car. The next day she tells me, hey, prophet, I can't thank you enough. You are so, I said, no, no, no. When we take over, everyone around us has to take over. Yeah. She said, I've not stopped talking about it to all my friends. Prophet, you are generous. So I said, no, 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 no. Why should people come and take my bag and leave you behind? I told that guy, the guy said, I said, take the bag. Carry her bag. Did everything from the top there. Took her to immigration. Everything. She was like, she was like a, a VIP, right? VIP. That's what powerful she will represent. God bless you, Auntie Pepe. God bless you. Listen to me. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Don't remain where you are. In that workplace, don't remain where you are. You can begin there as a nobody, but you'll be the one to buy, go and buy the company from that owner. The young man came to church. After finishing accounting, he went there as a driver. Things change. He has taken over. Now the boss says after five years, he's going from Ghana. He wants the young man to take over. This is the realm power of worship supposed to enter. So those who wrote their names for the water and light bills, I think those names are here. When you mention your name, just come and take the money. Who has the money? Perfect. You take from Pastor Jemba. Get in front so that they have, don't have to cross. Um, those who wrote their names for the light bill and the water bill, Mary Tete, Dixon Jumpa, Robert Apia, Mercy Apia, Dora Fiabenu, Amenovo Presla, Emmanuel Ato, Teresa Okili, Grace Adizo, Samuel Bokete, Benita Akesimbe, Evelyn Susanna, Susua, Mary Darkon, Benita Ajakon, Janet Bevy, Reta Amekuse, Patricia Tete, Joshua Safo, August Nasiedu, Filipina Sewa, Sain Sosa, Mary Tete, Chuzi Mark, Camilos Yabua. Now the people that wrote their names to for all these items. Let me start from, I think we are at the third level, right? Yeah, let me do this. Um, Okoli, Deborah, Fosina Safo, Felicia Denira. Oh, no, no, man of God. Yeah, that one is done. So now when they come, just stand behind. Yeah. 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 So come and stand behind it. Yeah. If you hear your name, stand behind it. Um, I'm starting again. Deborah Okoli, Fosina Safo, Felicia Denira, Vivian Mate, Mary Ousua, Gloria Ephraim, Leticia Mensa, Mause Able, Rebecca Ingala, Herman Kudendo, Mary Okutu, Millicent Ametepe, Charity Apia, Juliet Kute, Christian Yerenchi, Joyce Gama, Kafu Tete, Gloria Ose, Dankwa, Lawrence Latte. Frank Amwa and then no man does. So some first service we give about fifty. I do so some say man for quantity. Oh, Radenya, me sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fusia Joyce, Joyce Amlade, Evelyn Dangwa, Precious Kutisinji, Miracle Sunday, Ivanote, Naomi Ingala, um, Choosy Mark, Kafu Tete, Prince Godson, Regina Anira, Kwami Uswado, Regina Mensa, Philip Chum. Israel Anyanu, Esther Kwashi, Lordina Jamira, um, Paulina Galekai, Alexandra Amwa, Abna Kandi, Susanna Bwache, Dexin Anaya, Fili, Fili, Fidelia, 
and in Kana, Ibrahim Latifa. Rita Ayiridi. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com. If you are blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash app, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN mobile money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniel Amwating at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinters Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Zoom, dubbed Open Heaven Zoom, this and every Thursday, 